Japan was still in recovery from the earthquake on March 11, 2011. Another disaster was rising to unprecedented levels of danger. However, before we can touch on that, we have to go back further to the end of World War II and the nuclear bomb. The bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Japan in 1945 were the only times nuclear bombs were used in warfare. The first bomb in Hiroshima killed an estimated 80,000 people. The bomb in Nagasaki, three days later, killed an estimated 40,000. Tens of thousands would die later due to radiation poisoning. Six days later, Emperor Hirohito announced his unconditional surrender, thus bringing an official close to the Second World War. After World War II, nuclear power offered new possibilities for energy usage. Japan has a limited production of gas and oil and the use of nuclear energy would allow the country to not rely on outside sources for electricity. By 1954, only nine years after the first and only atomic bomb droppings, Japan had budgeted 230 million yen for nuclear energy and began to build nuclear plants faster than any other country in the world. In 1967, the Tokyo Electric Power Company built its nuclear plants in Fukushima. The Daiichi plant soon became one of the largest operational nuclear plants in the world. In 2011, everything changed. The earthquake on March 11th was the strongest Japan had ever seen in over a thousand years. It was so powerful that Japan's coastline shifted. By 1029 of March 11th, authorities stated they were bracing for the worst when the cooling systems at Fukushima were reportedly not working. Several thousand people living within a mile and a half of the plant were ordered to evacuate. The following early morning at 12.42 a.m., a dam in Fukushima Prefecture broke and washed away scores of homes. At 2.06 a.m., radiation levels in the top Fukushima plant began to rise, while the Japanese Prime Minister reported that there was no evidence of radiation leaks that following hour, barely 20 minutes after the announcement, the Japanese trade minister revealed that a small radiation leak could very well occur at the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Within the following 20 minutes, Secretary of State of the United States Hillary Clinton announced that the U.S. Air Force were sending planes carrying coolant to the power plant. However, such reports were discovered to be incorrect. What made matters worse, the power failed and workers lost control of the plant. A hydrogen explosion then blew the roof and walls off Reactor 4. From there, radiation levels began to rise. The tsunami that came after the earthquake had flooded the nuclear power plant and resulted in massive overheating of Reactors 1, 2, and 3. On the evening of March 12th, evacuations around Fukushima Daiichi plant were extended by about 12.5 miles of the plant. Japan classified the meltdown as Level 7, the same as the nuclear disaster in Chernobyl. It was believed that an accident like Chernobyl couldn't happen in Japan, while the Tokyo Electric Power Company, or TEPCO, did not believe an event like Chernobyl could happen at one of their power plants. 
The earthquake and tsunami were greater than anyone expected them to be. However, even before that natural disaster, there had been warning signs of what could come. The emergency power sources were stored underground, and the design didn't account for the highest tsunami in Japanese history. The only thing meant to protect the plant from waves had been built for waves three times smaller than the average wave of the tsunami on March 11th. Thirteen years before the disaster, a TEPCO employee noted a crack along one of the reactors at Fukushima. When reported, TEPCO attempted to conceal the evidence. However, when the employee reported his findings to the government, who ordered TEPCO to correct the issue, instead, that employee was fired, listener. Disaster is sponsored by Talkspace. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them, then try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Plus, it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or mine up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. And Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store your information. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com and use promo code DISASTER. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com and use code DISASTER to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's DISASTER at Talkspace.com. The area around Fukushima was radioactive. Due to the earthquake and tsunami, many had lost family members in their homes. But now, they were not allowed to go back and get whatever belongings they could salvage. Tens of thousands had been evacuated. Radiation showed up in local milk and vegetables, devastating the farming and fishing communities. Many lost their income and were not told what was happening at the power plant. Information was not always clear. Whatever confidence the people had in nuclear power had diminished significantly. The economy fell into shambles after the earthquake and tsunami, and the question of fuel became a large problem. Fear of illness that befell the residents of the Chernobyl disaster and the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombs began to spread through Japan. Although nobody died from radiation at Fukushima, the disaster as a whole still took many lives. The cleanup effort of the Fukushima disaster might not be completed until 2051. In 2013, the radiation levels around Fukushima were reported to be low enough to not increase radiation-related health effects. In February 2021, Tokyo High Court held TEPCO and the Japanese government liable for negligence over the Fukushima disaster. Japan's Nuclear Regulatory Authority is analyzing 2011 footage of explosions at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear reactors. The video was of the explosion was filmed by Nippon TV affiliate Fukushima Central Television. It is the only footage of the hydrogen explosion of the number three reactor of TEPCO's Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant on March 14, 2011. Members of the Nuclear Regulatory Commission entered the reactor building of number three last December to conduct a field survey. That was made possible as the amount of radiation continues to decrease. Little is known about where the blast occurred in the building and the amount of hydrogen that was generated. 
The organization will analyze the explosion video in detail with the cooperation of Fukushima Central Television and Nippon TV Network to compile a report by next March. To this day, the area around Fukushima remains unhospitable. While there is only one death attributed to the nuclear disaster, a former plant worker who had been present during the meltdown, the truth of the matter is that the true toll of the citizens of Fukushima might not be known for decades to come.